Okay, stop the tape, please. Hello and welcome to We Are Weezer season two, mini episode number four. This is Rachel and I guess we're going to call this one Alone, the home recordings of Rachel. We Are Weezer is, first of all, so you know who we are, We Are Weezer is a podcast about Weezer and Rachel and, or you know me, and Juliet. And sometimes I have a special guest host come on the show. We choose a Weezer song. We read about it. We research it. We get all the details for you and wrap it up in a nice little podcast for you. We also rate it and give you our own opinion on the song. So we're changing the format for season two and every episode, we're going to also have a mini episode that is related in some way for the most part. This mini episode is going to be on Electric Lady Studios, which is a really famous uh, recording studio and it also happens to be where Weezer recorded the song Holiday, which was just featured on our episode 32. So if you haven't listened, check it out. Every time Weezer records at these like famous studios, I'm always impressed by how cool they seem and the history behind them all. So... This one happens to be in New York, and I think that it's a special place because it's where they went to go record the songs for the Blue Album and had their first experience with like fancy recording with Rick Ocasek of the Cars, which is special in its own way, and then to get to do it at Electric Lady Studios, which is really cool, and here's why. In 1968, Jimi Hendrix and his manager Michael Jeffrey bought a nightclub called The Generation in New York's Greenwich Village. So Jimi played a lot of impromptu performances and had, you know, late night jam sessions at this place. It was really famous and known for other legendary live acts like B.B. King, Chuck Berry, and Sly and the Family Stone. But instead of keeping it a nightclub, which is what he originally intended to do, they turned it into a professional recording studio. Fancy! And it was designed by architect John Storyk. Stork? Storyk. S-T-O-R-Y-K. And it's the only artist-owned recording studio in in existence at the time. So not only was it owned by Jimi Hendrix, he was like a pioneer in the artist-owning record studio at the time, which is pretty cool in itself. And let's see. The grand opening was on August 26, 1970. He had a big 
opening party, grand opening party. And some of the guests that came were Eric Clapton, Ron Wood, and Patti Smith, who also happened to record albums there. The studio was made famous in the 70s by classic sessions with the Rolling Stones, Led Zeppelin, Stevie Wonder, David Bowie, and of course, Patti Smith. And Jimi Hendrix also had recorded albums and jam sessions there, obviously. And now it is the oldest working and thriving recording studio in New York City. Recent projects or artists that have recorded there are Daft Punk, Beck, Adele, and David Bowie. R.I.P. David Bowie. So what does this have to do with Weezer? (laughs) Well, they recorded most of the tracks off of the Blue Album there. And I was reading on Weezerpedia, there's a, um, what are they called? There are actual articles written by, or stories told by Carl. And so I kind of have to quote him, but I thought that it was really interesting and neat and the people deserve to know. So from Weezerpedia, I'll put the link in the show, but it's called The Story of Making the Blue Album by Carl Coach. Finally, we were ready for Electric Lady. The studio was about 15 minute walk away from the hotel down on Raucous 8th Street. And in between the hotel and the studio was Union Square with a huge daily farmer's market where breakfast was usually procured en route to the studio. Near the studio, we frequented a little takeout diner place for its killer grilled cheese sandwiches and soup. And Rick's favorite deli was Bauduchi's, as well as countless raised pizza joints, always in search of the real one. (laughs) Record shops, bookstores, and everything else the village had to offer. I'm pretty sure that's where like all the hippies were back in the day was the village and I think it's still cool I'm not sure New York people let me know another quote by Carl studio work commenced in the giant size studio a where the band ran through all their songs getting about five to eight good takes on each one on tape after two weeks they moved on to studio b and the nights were long down in b As Rivers beat his head against the wall trying to come up with just right solo lines on his guitar, some came easy, others seemed impossible. At one point, about six hours into trying to nail the world has turned solo, Rivers was laying on his back in the tiny 12-inch space between the two soundproof doors between the live room and the control room, with his guitar perched on his chest his legs squished up on the walls, and about a hundred tries into it, he had given up, when Rick hummed a little melody over the talkback mic. How about something like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, d-d-d, bam, in five minutes, the guitars were finished. Then came the vocals, in B, and then up into Studio C. Finally, in late October, as New York was in its most beautiful and melancholy season, we said our sad goodbyes to Rick. And then he goes on to talk about how his wife and Rick took them to cool places in New York. And I guess before they were even cool, they took him to go see the Blue Man Group. <laughs> so if you, well, I'm, I, 
I don't know when they ended or maybe they're still going, but Blue Man Group is a group of blue men who play drums. And I think they're in Vegas. So check it out. Otherwise, I don't really think you're missing out on too much. Then it says later Rivers was scheduled to return to New York in November to oversee the mastering process. But there was a problem. Undone was not going to fly as it stood. And then this is where Carl tells the story of how the beginning of Undone, which is also featured and we kind of gave an ode to in our first season's intro to the show. So Carl says, after trying a few other ideas, this is when the now familiar party dialogue verses were added. This was done on Rivers' 8-track back in the garage on Amherst Avenue in LA with band supporter Michael Allen, Matt Sharp, myself, and a crowd noise sound effect CD. Awesome. A mix of Undone with the samples removed was made to a DAT tape at Electric Lady, which was sent to LA where Rivers copied it onto two stereo tracks of his 8-track cassette recorder. Ooh! Then, on other tracks, the party noise was put on for the sound effects CD, as well as the hastily scripted conversations between Matt and I, and Michael and I. Then, the newly recorded vocals and party noise were mixed down, minus the guitars, drums, etc., to another DAT tape, which was sent back to New York. The finished party scenes were then flown in to the final mix, just in time for the mastering process. The original intended vibe of the stoked versus the non-stoked on this song was preserved, with Matt playing the part of the impossibly happy dude, and I, the out-of-place, tongue-tied spaz who wasn't happy to be there. Michael played the party girl looking for favors, which my unstoked guy couldn't refuse, as he couldn't come up with anything else to do anyway. Oh, Carl. Once Rivers headed back to New York with the DAT in hand, the recording work was truly done. So I thought that was a fun story and some, like, just a little sentimental journey look into the life of the band and Carl back in the day and their experience at Electric Lady Studios with Rick. And then, in case you didn't know, Pinkerton was also recorded there. So after touring for the Blue Album, the dudes took a break, and just a few days before Rivers was going to go off to Harvard, they got together for two weeks of recording at Electric Lady. This is where Why Bother, Get You, No Other One, and Tired of Sex were recorded. That is all I have. (laughs) I have some cool pictures that I will put on Instagram as well. I thought it was pretty interesting. So I hope you did too. I'll be right back.
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our first mini of season two. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Brian, for the sound. If you want to check us out on social media, we're at We Are Weezer on Instagram, Twitter, and we also have a Facebook group and page. You can email us at weareweezerforever at gmail.com or check out our website, www.weareweezer.com, where if you go there, all the links to all of the places you could ever want to listen to us for free are located, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, you name it, we're on there on Google apps too. So if you have an Android, you can still listen to us. Well, thanks for listening and uh, adios. We are Weezer, we are Weezer, we are Weezer, and I love you.